Winter driving has definitely returned as it's blustery. We've had fresh snow. There's enough to brush off the vehicle and enough to shovel on your driveway. I believe we've had a a couple inches overnight and uh, nowhere near as bad as Saskatoon right now where it's winter driving on number 11 all the way to Saskatoon and some fog patches too. Uh, Looking on the highway hotline now, uh, headed west on number one to Swift. Winter driving, same thing towards uh, Balgoni. On the east side, too. And uh, you can check the highway hotline. They've got that new uh, track my plow alert system on there. And there are a lot of plows in number one between here and Swift Current at this moment. And uh, quite a few on number 11 as well. So winter driving. Uh, lane changes. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, you're just going through that slush on the main drags. And it drags a little as you switch over lanes in your own neighborhood. Yes, fresh snow that'll pack. and might be a little slippery at the intersection. So uh, give yourself a little extra time here this morning. Hey, many of you know the Cazelle family. Uh, They own Suds Car Wash in town. And one of their family members, Kirby's daughter, Kendall Cazelle, has been obsessed with makeup, she told me, since the age of eight. So much so that she began making videos. Inevitably, that led to influencing many on Instagram. And her reputation now has blown up as a makeup artist. She's about to tell you why. She was hanging out with some of the rich and famous recently. Uh, Kendall's with me now. Welcome to the show, Kendall. Thanks for having me. From Suds Car Wash to Super Bowl. How the heck did this happen? Yeah, I've been doing makeup for about four years now, and I'm really into like content creation. So I'd say that I've taken quite the time to build my Instagram up and portray the way that I do my work. And I have quite a bit of following on there, and some makeup artists who were going to the Super Bowl weekend had kind of reached out to me asking if I was going to be there and if they could refer clients to me if they weren't able to take them. And then I started getting these messages from these wives of the NFL. I think I ended up with eight wives for Super Bowl Sunday. So I said, oh, I guess we're doing this. And yeah, that's kind of how it happened. It was Really crazy in last minute. Now you're in Las Vegas suddenly. Super Bowl wives gathering to get their makeup done. Help me understand. You know, why can't they do their own makeup? This is pretty cool. It's very much like they call them like the NFL wags, like the wives and girlfriends. And they take the sport just as seriously as their husbands do. So like this was just as much their Super Bowl as it was their husbands. And they were just like outfits and hair and makeup. Like they take it very seriously. So I think every wife had a makeup artist booked and they had their hair team and their outfit stylist. And it was quite an experience that I got to be a part of and getting them ready for the game. Good for you. Kendall Cazell is my guest. Now, do, do you know some of the uh, the women you were working with? Um, I don't really know their names. I know Brock Purdy was one of them. He's the quarterback of the 49ers. Yeah. And honestly, I creeped some and I'm like, who are these people? And of course, my guy friends knew who they were, but I was just completely out of the loop. I know more about the, girl, the wives than I do the the husband. What were the wives like? Oh, they were amazing. I had the most amazing wives. They were all so kind. They were so nice. Honestly, I don't think I've been treated better than how these wives treated me. They were just amazing. Okay, come on. Let's talk. Good tippers or not? 
They were. They were. I'll give them that. Yep. Did you take it all to the casino right after? I took some to the casino, lost it all, but (laughs) it was a part of the experience. So has this led, that opportunity led to anything else? Yeah. So when I was in Las Vegas, I don't know how she got my contacts, but her name's Hannah Godwin. She was the bachelorette and her husband was the bachelor. And she was a really big deal. And she reached out to have her makeup done. So I also got to do her makeup and she is definitely like A-list celebrity status. So I was trying hard not to fangirl, but... That was probably kind of like the icing on the cake for my whole weekend was being able to do her makeup. And she actually led me to a lot of big opportunities, too, by just doing her makeup. Wow. Was your hand quivering as you went to do her lips? A little bit, yeah. I was trying to play cool, but I was like, no, I'm just some small-town Saskatchewan girl pretending like I'm not fangirling by doing your makeup in Vegas right now, but... <laughs> well, that's so exciting. Kendall Cozell is my guest. I'm truly excited for you and happy you had this experience. Yeah. What's really cool is that uh, knowing your family, as everyone in Regina seems to, at Suds Car Wash, right now you have a little office in the back of Suds, but I don't know, maybe you need to move to Vegas or L.A. What is, what's your dad say? Maybe. I don't know if dad would let me. <laughs> he said he probably would have to come with me before he let me go, but... Maybe my next step. I don't know. It's always thought in the back of my head. (laughs) Well, pretty cool. What do you hope to do next? I don't know. Just kind of look for the next opportunity, like the next boarding event, next People's Choice Award, like anything like that to be able to put my name out there and really put myself, now that I know that I can do it and I was okay, I think I'll really push my name out and put myself in those opportunities to be able to do more of those things because... Those are really exciting, and I actually have a few destination weddings now from doing that. So I get to go to Italy, and I get to go to Maine, and I get to do a couple fun things like that next year. Hit me up yeah. with uh, where we can follow you. On Instagram, and it's kind of my main platform, and it's underscore modern honey. Underscore modern honey. Yes. I sincerely appreciate you dropping by the show this morning and getting to know your story. I'm, I'm happy for you, and all the best in the future. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Six fifty-two, and uh, look who's away. Devin Martell picked a good week to be away. Uh, the return of winter here this morning, Shep. Uh, I didn't think the drive in Regina to work was that bad. A lot of the main drags had already been sanded, and there's definitely some snow to shovel and brush off the vehicle. But it's the highways right now we're keeping an eye on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, the city's okay. Highways, even around Regina, are just seasonal winter conditions, kind of what you expect. Gets a lot worse as you head up to Saskatoon, though. Um, Highway 11 looks not too bad. I'm just actually refreshing this here. It looks actually now there's a stretch. Highway not recommended. This is new from uh, Aylesbury to Davidson right now. Um, It's also foggy pretty much the whole stretch on Highway 11 from Bethune to Saskatoon. Now, the closer you get to Saskatoon, the worse it gets. lot of travel not recommended around Saskatoon and uh, west-central Saskatchewan uh, because that's where the the winter storm warning is. Yeah, I uh, my daughter... My oldest is driving to Saskatoon, or at least she hopes to, for the Ice Cube concert uh, tonight. I hope she gets there, or else she might have to wait till a lot of April when he's uh, coming through Moose Jaw, I guess. But uh, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on the driving conditions. And uh, Shep, 
I saw a lot of social media photos and uh, videos of that fire Saturday night. 200 block of Centennial, those apartments by the university look pretty intense. Yeah, it looks uh, flames shooting out. Regina Fire sharing that photo. Uh, two people were hurt while escaping. We don't know how they're doing. We just know they were hurt. More than 50 people from 16 suites are now displayed. So this affected a lot of uh, a lot of units there. It's on Centennial Street near the university if you just head south from... Uh, from where the McDonald's is there uh, and head down Centennial. It's, it's, there's a lot of apartment buildings there that I would assume a lot of students stay at. So a lot of people displaced. 654, Andrew Shepard is here. Tell America another big success, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. They, they went higher than last year. They have uh, just over $6.1 million over the week, and that was held at, uh, at Evra's, uh, the real district uh, in Regina. And, uh, yeah, all that money going to the Kinsman Foundation. Lots of good dough there. And uh, Jeffrey Straker, one of the co-hosts, uh, I hope to hear from, uh, he texted me about two this morning. I saw a text from him that Greg, don't call me too early. I always get a recap of what it was like behind the scenes. Uh, but I'm going to try for eight twenty this morning. Hope Jeff answers then. Okay. Let's break it down here. Besides the, the winter driving, giving yourself some extra time to get to work and school. Yes. Some parents might have to look for babysitters again this week. First day back for students from Feb break. What are we in store for? Yeah, this is it's starting to get complicated and confusing now because they've got uh, they've announced sanctions for today, tomorrow and Wednesday, but they're all different and they affect different school divisions each day. So uh, overall there's uh, there's rotating strikes, the no extracurriculars and no lunch hour supervision. So today, province-wide no extracurriculars. And then today, withdrawal of noon hour supervision. This is not in the uh, Regina area. It's uh, this affects Saskatoon, Moose Jaw, North Battleford, Meadow Lake areas. That's today. Tomorrow, uh, withdrawal of noon hour supervision. Uh, that affects the Regina Catholic schools. And as far as tomorrow for no extracurriculars, that's all Catholic schools in Regina and all public schools. I really recommend uh, parents uh, just keep in touch and in tune with your school through Edsby, their student account. And uh, I'm sure it'll all make sense. But, yeah, there's a lot to keep track of there. And uh, STF President Samantha Beacott, they're actually planning a parents' Zoom meeting tonight at 7 o'clock to talk about negotiations, job action, kind of get more information. Uh, But they only have about uh, room for 5,000. So you got to register on the STF website, parents, if you're looking for more info there. A really quick here, too, I want to take us to Saskatoon, Shep, because there's another inquest going on today. Uh, this went into the death of Miles Sanderson, who killed 11 on the James Smith Cree Nation and nearby Weldon. Uh, I guess we never found out how or why he died, and this is going to put a little more uh, into that? Yeah, it's mandatory whenever someone dies in police custody to hold an inquest. So we had the inquest a, a few weeks ago about the actual stabbing rampage on the James Smith Cree This must be held to look into Miles Sanderson's death. He was arrested after a three-day manhunt. Everyone was looking for him. They found him in a stolen uh, vehicle on Highway 11 near Rosthern, and then they took him into custody. Moments later, he went into medical distress, went to hospital in Saskatoon, and he was pronounced dead. So we still don't know uh, what caused that, why he died. We'll hope to find that out during this inquest. Thank you, Shep. See Jamie News Time now is 6.57. That's Toto from their debut album in 1978. And, of course, 
Uh, they would uh, be launched out of rockets or superstardom in the 80s with hits like, uh, well, Rosanna, I'll Be Over You, Africa, which is, uh, I think it's been streamed, yeah, more than one billion times. Mega song. Gee, I wonder what song they'll end with. But they're here next Tuesday night at the Conexus Arts Center. Toto is coming to Saskatchewan, and if you want to witness one of the tightest, most incredible bands ever, I promise you, that's what you'll see with Toto. Uh, Many of them have contributed to the careers of Michael Jackson, Ringo, Eric Clapton, Taylor Swift, either collaborating, writing, or performing with. Uh, When you see this band in concert, in person, you're just going to go, I might have seen the tightest band, the best band I've ever seen. That's what Toto delivers. They're here next Tuesday night, and I have free tickets. Now, you're going to do a little work if you want these free tickets. I've got a lot of people who already answered this earlier when I revealed this. Uh, But I want to know how they got their name. And quite honestly, Toto has been all over the map with this. So there are several correct answers. That's why I'm asking. If you come up with even one of them, I'm uh, pretty sure I'm going to put you in the draw. Because I've got so many people wanting these tickets. Everyone's name will go into a hat. you got to text me your first and last name. And how did Toto get their name? one 877 Text one 877 All the correct answers go on the hat. And I'll make the draw just after the 8 o'clock news this morning for free tickets to Toto. All right, looking at the uh, highway hotline this morning. I know uh, some of you might be going to Ice Cube tonight in Saskatoon. Well, here's the deal. Right now, it's not looking that great. Very blizzard-like right in the city of Saskatoon. You go north of Saskatoon, uh, west, it's really ugly. Winter driving between Craig and Davidson right now on the highway hotline. And this new feature, Track My Plow, is actually showing a lot of plows out on number 11 here. And for that matter, a fair amount too between here and Swift Current on number one as well. Uh, winter driving conditions on the number one, both, both east and west. And um, honestly, that's what it is right across. Southern Saskatchewan right now, but uh, the worst conditions are to the far north and uh, northwest of us right now. On your morning commute, let me know how it's going. one 7275 Well, at the Scotties, Jennifer Jones looking for her seventh championship with her Manitoba rink, but uh, Rachel Holman and Team Ontario was looking to continue their incredible undefeated run at the Scotties, and what a what a final. I'm not a huge curling fan, but that was fun. Tied at four in the end of the ninth. A dramatic finish in the tenth. Ontario with a hammer. Jones needs to sit, shot, stone. It's a must-have for Jennifer Jones to keep her chances of seventh championship alive. So much pressure on Burgess and Lenentine. Has to be the shot stone Burgess. Lenentine. The crowd responding, have to get it by. Oh, it rubs and rolls. Will it curling enough? No, it will not. Jones with a miss. Holman edging Jones in the end. 5-4, her fourth Scotty's title. But uh, the emotion after that game was pretty incredible. I, I got to hand it to Homa because she recognized that what Jones was going through. Because remember, this would be her, not only her last Scotty's final, but her last ever Scotty's final. She announced she would be uh, uh, retiring about a week ago, and fans gave her a standing ovation. Uh, There were a lot of tears. I liked how her daughters jumped over the boards to hug their mom, and uh, it was a nice moment.
Joining me now is Evan Bray, and uh, you were caught up in the Scotties, you were saying, Oh, too. yeah, I was all in. I was watching last night. I I, thought I was really cheering for Jennifer Jones, and I, I feel like there was lots of people that were hoping that maybe she could pull off one last win before she rides off into retirement, but so close, but no. Well, now we turn to the Briar, and yes. uh, this this is going to be fun in our own backyard. Montana's Briar starts Friday. It'll it'll be a lot of fun. It's it's amazing. I mean the 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 culture that comes with curling, like that Briar patch, is always a fun time. You don't even have to go and watch the curling. Just go to the Briar patch. You'll have a good time. And really, I'm not a serious curling fan by no means. That's Me why I'll be going to the Montana's <laughs> Briar. You'll see me in there. Uh, Wayne Gretzky was uh, hanging out yesterday in Chicago watching them retire uh, Chelios' jersey and, of course, the return of Patrick Kane. But let me stick to Gretzky for a moment here uh, because you're a collect- card collector. This Regina family, they couldn't have slept last night. <laughs> they <laughs> hit the one. jackpot here. Uh, just to give you a little background, right, this Regina family found uh, these Opeachy hockey cards with Gretzky's rookie from 79 and 1980. And that was uh, a box that was completely unopened. A whole case of them. Yes. 16 boxes in the case, unopened. Yeah. Hermetically sealed. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? Heritage Auctions, who was in charge of this, uh, put together this video. I've shared it on my CJMA Morning Show Facebook page. If you want to see what it takes and how these collectors hold these boxes and yeah. treat oh, them. Yes. But anyhow, yeah, I guess uh, a Canadian bidder. And an American went at her yesterday. And in the end, the Canadian won $3.72 million over $5 million I was going to say, Canadian, that's a lot more than three point seven yeah. two. So now, uh, well, what about the successful bidder? Let's just focus on that. We know the local family here is happy. Yeah, five when mil you in their win jeans. that, are you keeping that box entirely if you were the one that won successfully? Well, or if, how are you handling that if box? If I'm the one that won, I'm opening some boxes. Yes. I'm having some friends because over. Because what do you think? You how will many? not touch the boxes. You will watch me open the boxes. <laughs> yeah, it could be a pay-per-view. We <laughs> That's right. to watch you unbox it. them. Stream it, yes. So you would open a few because uh, until at least you find a Gretzky. Can you, can, Greg, can you imagine? You don't even have have to be a big card collector can you imagine opening a wax pack in 2024 and finding a Gretzky rookie in it oh it'd be it's like mind-blowing. Ex- yeah exactly you've got to experience that if you own yeah sell a couple put a couple away for the kids education whatever yeah. you need to do because but. a mint one is like 3.75 million they yeah, said if you get Gretzky a mint, rookies, if it's mint and just to be clear because you're a collector you know this as you open and look for the Gretzky rookie card it may not be mint right for well, the- absolutely it might be have a bad cut on it it could be not you know not centered properly there's a whole bunch of things back in 1979 they were cutting those cards not with machine laser precision yeah. they were using wires to yeah. cut the sheets of cards. So often you'd get a rough edge on one side. So, I mean, it takes a lot Which to get a Which would take away the value. A hundred percent it would, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if it takes that much, and they said somewhere between 20 to 30, maybe more. Are you more, trying to talk me out well, of opening any boxes? I'm very curious, like how many mints might well, come out of this box. Could be, be none. Could be 25, We Greg. may never know because they might just hang on for years and years and not open them.
It's crazy. What do you got coming up on your show? Well, today? We've got a lot coming up today. We're we're paying tribute to the fact that it's now into year three. We just had the second year anniversary of Russia's invasion into Ukraine. So we've got lots of guests on the show, including a Saskatchewan farmer who's over in Ukraine. He's been there for the better part of two years, providing humanitarian relief, captured by Russian soldiers at one point. Uh, it's quite a story. He'll be sharing.